Please welcome people's sexiest man alive, Cadillac Jack. Coming up on Cadillac Jack, my second act, a brand new episode of Thugs, Atlanta's favorite story time with Officer Donna. Donna introduces some new music that you can enjoy as you travel for the holidays. Music that she says she slept on. But she's back, Carly Pierce, and she's fan number one. And a big night tomorrow night out on the town. Mark Wills in concert with Cadillac and Donna and Donna. Caddy's two Donnas joining for Mark Wills at Boot Barn Gainesville tomorrow night. We'll talk about it and have a recap next Tuesday during the 26th episode. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years welcome to my second act podcast. We talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends. We talk about current events, pop culture, trends, music, headlines of the news, and often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack, my second act. Okay, my name's Donna and I'm Kay's wife. And um, this is going to be one of those episodes where you're like, God, that woman, how does she get herself into these situations? And I know you don't believe them, but it's just, I would not lie to you people. Okay, so... All right. Over at my mom's assisted living place, I am having to, um, well, we are all of us, my, my sister, everybody, we're having to move her in back into what they call the gardens area, which is a nice way to say like the more of the higher level of care. It's also memory. Uh, my mom does not have memory issues. She's pushing 92. She doesn't have memory issues, but she does need more care. Um, Obviously, she's getting older, and she did have a stroke, which is how she ended up in assisted living. So she doesn't have a lot of use of the right side of her body. But as she gets older and weaker, it's gotten worse, and she just needs more help than assisted living can give. So luckily, um, the place that she lives in has that kind of next step program, and it's really a nice place. But um, they have to lock the doors because they do have memory care people, you know, there who... I didn't realize this. I do now. Uh, they try to make escapes quite often. So I go over and I have this really sweet uh, dad and his two sons who are they own like a little moving company because basically all we were doing was taking, you know, nine pieces of furniture right, from TV. one room. Yeah, right through a door. And in this particular unit back there, she has to have a roommate because if you are listening to this podcast and you know anything about taking care of your parents, which I know most of you probably do, unless you're lucky enough for your parents to still just be in great shape, um, is it's very expensive. And so um, she is getting a roommate, which is actually good for her because, you know, she had her companion, Mr. Al, for uh, a very long time before he passed away. And I think it's been a little lonely with her just in her apartment. And the one thing I will say about this particular part of the building is they get them out to do a lot because I've learned a lot over the past three days, and I thought they just got them out to do a lot, but they get them out to do a lot so these people don't get in trouble. And I want to start this by saying I am not making fun of any of this. I am experiencing this with my mother. I am not making fun of people with memory issues and or I don't want to sound tone deaf, but the only way to get through life, folks, is with a little bit of humor. Okay? Couldn't agree with and you especially, more. Especially these situations, because listen, it's not easy. My mom has moved... You know, she had to move from her and Mr. Al's apartment to her other apartment. Then she is now moving into a whole other situation. She hasn't had a roommate. You know, she's she's been lucky enough to live on her own or with Mr. Al in assisted living facilities and not have a roommate. So it's quite a change. 
So it's been tough. Um, and it's the holidays, and I'm busy as hell. And But I'm trying to take time for her to get her acclimated to this new place. It had to be done, not from my perspective, but from their perspective, um, because they had someone who needed her other apartment. And it really was, from a care perspective, time for her to move on. So fast forward. Get all of her stuff moved in. Her roommate is lovely. Her name is Nikki. And my mom knew her from the other side. She kind of went over there, too. Well, yeah. My mom doesn't understand that, like, okay, so when she, I got the apartment all set up, and then she comes, mom comes over, and she is asking Nikki, what time do we normally eat dinner over here? Because they have their own uh, area to eat in and everything. And my mom can go in and out. She's not one who can, she can go to the other side and, you know, do things. And Nikki starts on this story about how me and her, me being me and her, are going to go over and we're going to go down to the Piccadilly and we'll get food and she just needs to tell us what she wants. And I'm going to write it down because Nikki can't write and drive. And I mean, the story went on for probably 48 minutes Question. and it was, yeah. Detailed, I bet. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you've, kn- I was just like, I was even sort of getting my purse ready. Like, I'm like, we're going right, to pick a, right. like there's bought, no Piccadilly in. in Milton. Yeah, there's in. no Piccadilly in Milton, like where we are. And I'm just like, I- I'm ready. Let's go, Nikki. Let's just get everybody's orders. And my mom's just like looking at her. And so at the end of this 48 minute conversation, my mom doesn't give her order. This is what she says. You ready? Uh-huh. Shouldn't she drive? Your, your Nana says that. About me. Shouldn't she, not even my daughter. Shouldn't she drive? And so Nikki just turns around and leaves because she, she's not mad. She's just done with the conversation. And I try to explain to my mom that her new roommate is going to tell amazing stories. And she does. But that just don't put a lot of basis on a lot of stuff because some of it is the truth and some of it is kind of story time. And But I can't get my mom to understand this. So it is just like a comedy. It's like that thing, like who's on first, who's on second. Right, right. And the top it off. They go take my mom to to do some stuff, and and so I'm just kind of fluffing and dusting their new room and apartment and everything. And it looks really good, I got to tell you. It's I'm really happy, and mom's really happy. She loves the apartment. And all of a sudden, I come out of the bedroom, and there's this little. She's probably like five feet and adorable. She's got a little ponytail. I love an elderly with a ponytail because I'm going to be rocking a ponytail when I'm elderly. Probably a side pony, if I'm honest. And she looks adorable. She's got on these sneakers and everything. Well, damned if she's not rifling through Nikki, my mom's roommate's puzzles. And she's taking them out the front door. Was there an understanding maybe that she could do that? She could come in on on her? No, because I learned later. Unfortunately, I had the door open because I was moving stuff in and out. And I was told that no doors can be opened over here because there's a lot of pilfering that goes on. And it's a hotbed of sex. It is that. It is that. I've said that since I started working at Brightmore Healthcare. Um, I just... uh, there is a lot of that going on. There, there are more STDs in in nursing homes nationwide than you'll find on a street corner at uh, Peachtree and uh, June. Well, the story gets worse. Just okay. prepare yourself. Okay. All right. Somebody got pregnant. Nope. So I say to this woman, I said, hold on a second. I hey, said, hang on, uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on. This is a woman pilfering through the, the puzzles, correct? Yep. Okay. I said, I think those are are Nikki's. And she goes, no, they're mine. And then I'm thinking, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have, I don't have file for this. I'm not getting into this with somebody like on an elderly person over puzzles, you know, she can take the puzzles. So I go out and she's following me. She's hot on my tail. 
Okay. I don't know if she thinks I'm going to tell them that she's dealing the puzzle, but I'm not. I'm just going to get some more stuff out of mom's room. I don't care about puzzles. Not my puzzles. I don't care. Make yourself happy. So they, you have to bring the doorbell to go in and out. So I ring the doorbell and they come and they have a thing. Okay. She pushes me. And I mean, she's little with Stop. her ponytail. Pushes me down. Stop. I fall down. I'm not kidding you. I fall down and she climbs over me and runs out the door. Okay. We can't have this. They go chasing her down, come to find out this happens all the time. And I said, well, listen, I wasn't going to say anything. And then I'm like, I'm going to tell on her because they were kind of mad at me. They were like, okay, you got to watch her. I'm like, okay. She pushed me. This is day one. Day one, people, of me be back in this area. And so she pushes me down and they go and they bring her back. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm going to tell on her ass. I wasn't going to say anything about the puzzles. But now she's literally thrown me under the bus, literally on the ground. Under under the med cart, the pill cart. Yeah. So I said, I just want to tell you nothing. She, she, she took some puzzles and they go, oh my God, we'll go in a room. We have to go around and collect everything that she gets out of everybody's room. Wow. Okay. So here's the worst part. You haven't heard the worst part. Whoa. Okay. I'm ready. I'm going to wrap this up and land this plane. And I'm going to try to do this this without being, I'm going to try to do this very sensitively without being dirty. So I get over that and I'm a little shaken. I got to tell you, because I'm kind of like, in all honesty, uh, just vulnerable moment here, like I have been on the fence about this with my mom. I don't have a choice. Okay, my mom needs more care. I can't do private nursing because round-the-clock nursing is just, yeah. yeah well, if you, if you can. Expensive. If you can, come on. Yeah. So it's not a choice that I really have control over, but I do worry about the fact that my mom is not mentally compromised, but physically. Okay. And there is a difference, you know. And um, anyway, so it, I'm just kind of like, oh, and I've got, you know, everything's going on with work and the store and people can't get their pants shipped. And I'm just like, God, Calgon, take me away. So I'm standing back there kind of feeling sorry for myself. And I'm walking back to my mom's room and I'm like, gosh, did I do the right thing? And I go past this room and I just happen to look to the left and there's a man in there with no pants on. Okay. And I thought to myself, self, just keep walking. Okay, just keep walking. What what, what are the options? Well, I don't know because I'm not a specialist, but somehow it comes out of my mouth. Are you okay? Because he is in there without his pants on. And I think about it all the time. Like, depending on how you treat me, you could be sitting in a room without your pants on. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm going to be in the room beside you and I'm going to be like, I don't care. Leave him alone. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about him right now. Worry about me. So I don't know, like, if he has a companion that can help him get his pants back on or does he have family or whatever. So anyways, I just said, everything okay? You okay? And he says, well, I'm ready to have sex with you. I'm not kidding. Stop. I'm not Stop. kidding. I am not kidding. Was he ready, literally? I mean, could you tell? Was he I aroused? didn't look. I didn't look. I'm like, could you please stop? What? I think it's a, it's Now a, it's, it's getting a, creepy. It's a fair question. It's getting creepy. Could he have sex with you? Not could he, like, would you allow him to, but could he? Like, could he do it? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to do this. What? You're going to do this. Okay. The story's already creepy enough, and here you have to go. And I think it's a legitimate question, Donna. It's not. Nobody was thinking not, that. Not, are no. you ready? Is he capable? Nobody was thinking that except you. Now, one person listening to the podcast was thinking that. So what <laughs> happened? What's the end result here? I said, no, I'm not. I'm not. Today's not the day for me and you. I was so mad because I was just in a bad well, you're headspace. You're leading him on, though. You're leading him on to, for him to think that maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe the day's tomorrow. So I just went in my mom's room. I got my purse. And as I walked back by his door, I don't even look at him because I don't want to see him without his pants on. And he goes, I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. See what you did there. You, you were seeding it. 
as he's going to see it himself. He 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 he's now fixated on tomorrow, but he's going to tell all the nurses tomorrow's his day because that pretty young blonde is going to come by and I'm having sex with her. See, you've started a, you've you've created a problem here. So I just went up and I said to my mom, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm being today, so I'm, sometime I got to get well, back to my agenda. Wait today. for an update on this. Along with, you know, Olivia coming home, going to the grocery store, wrapping presents, going to work, all this stuff. But anyways, um, so the woman says to me, and she's like, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it and everything. And I said, listen, I got to tell you something. She goes, well, you told me about the puzzles. I go, this is far greater than the puzzles, okay? In room, whatever one it was, I told her, I said, we got a fellow with his pants down that offered me sex. She goes, it happens every day. Yeah. And not just the offer, the actual act. Okay, please stop. I'm telling you, Donna, I'm telling you. I know, again, from working in the healthcare field. You'd be blown away by the number of people. They have men that are capable, willing, and able. They're like studs, poor studs. And these women pass them around like a dish rag. All right, it's time to go. I'm telling you. Let's move on. I just want to move on. What a great story. I just want to move on. Donna has been busy. Um, enjoying the Victoria Beckham Instagram share. Who is that, David Beckham? Yes. With his hiney up in the air? Why did she share this, do you think? Fans are thrilled, says uh, TMZ.com. And you shared it, so you th- were you thrilled with this content? Oh, my God, I love him. Yeah. I posted something the other day where he's under, he's fixing some stuff in their house, and um, I posted it on my Instagram. I said, my handyman doesn't look like this. No. Who's your handyman? He's fixing, he's fixing stuff in his underwear. Who is? Your handyman? No, I wish. Um, David Beckham. Well, well, hang on. Back up. Hit pause. Who's your handyman? Oh, I got a couple of them, but okay. I'm just saying. None of them are wearing tidy whities and looking like David Beckham. Where do you see tidy whities? Th- they're two different posts. Oh, I, you send me the other one. No. I mean, I send you stuff all the time, and you watch it. I love how that, that one caught your curiosity. Okay. Well, I was curious at your infatuation with his ass. That's the only thing. Victoria Beckham. Tri- yeah. Hang on. I'm, I hadn't watched the video. Hang on. I'm watching. Um, that's nearly pornographic. Oh, that, that, that really is. That is. Hardly. That's They're a, married. That, He's amazing. That's Here's awkward to watch. Have not, yeah. All right. Um, if you have not watched the documentary um, on him on Netflix, it is incredible. You know, I love a good sports documentary. And, sure. Um, it is so good. He is so, oh my God, he's just everything. He wasn't the best husband, as no one is, or wife all through their marriage. But I, I love an older man in marriage. I just love it. A good one. Because... He's just, uh, he loves these kids and he like has this, you know, he's basically, he stopped playing soccer, but now he's invested in a soccer team. And um, it's just really good. Like if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. You know, that's where the viral video came from that everybody's redoing where him and Victoria are dancing to Islands in the Stream. I could watch that video a hundred times a day. And it's so weird because there's something about it that caught the attention of like a lot of people because it is one of the most shared videos. And I've talked to other people and they're like, I can watch it over and over and over again. And they're not necessarily like, as I'm not either, I'm not Victoria and David, like super fans. It's just, there's something about the sweetness of it. So sweetness, it's not sexual in nature, but sweetness. Sweet in nature. Okay. Where do I find it? I want to watch it real quick. Where do I find it? Um, Just look up Islands in the Stream. Victorian. TikTok or where? You can watch it. Yeah, TikTok. Okay. Yeah, right. or YouTube. And I'll do pe- that. But people have redone the video on TikTok, like other people, older people, other married people. I tried to get you to do it. And you're like, I want to do it. Well, we were on a parade float in Noonan, Georgia. We hadn't rehearsed. Yeah. I didn't know the moves. I don't, I don't have moves. So for a lot of reasons, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't interested in that moment. 
uh, maybe Christmas morning we can recreate it. Maybe, yeah. Um, you have to have on the right outfits. What's the outfit? I'm pulling it up now. Well, I, I have to have on my wide-legged jeans, which I wear a lot, so I should be covered there. Okay. What about what do I wear as David Beckham? This will be good. You need just like a sweater, like a sweater. Okay. What kind of pants? None? If you're David Beckham. Right. But yeah. No, he has on pants. I should wear trousers. I think he has on jeans. I don't know. You have to look at it. All right. I'll do that in a second. I'll pull it up. We'll play it. All right. If you are traveling for Christmas, uh, look at the calendar. This Monday is December 25th. This coming Monday, if you're listening on Upload Day, Thursday. Uh, this coming Monday is December 25th, Jesus' birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Have you heard the Walker Hayes Christmas song, Donna? We talked about this on radio, I think. I have, yes. What do you think? It's not necessary. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a take on the original. Fancy-like, fa- uh, fancy but it's Christmas-like. Mm-hmm. Fancy Christmas-like or something. I don't know. Uh, if you're traveling for the holiday, you can uh, go back and enjoy episodes that you loved, and you can also discover new episodes of this podcast. That's the great thing about podcasting versus radio. Uh, radio can go away. Radio doesn't stay. Radio is live. Podcasting stays. You can go back and listen to an archive of nearly 500 episodes of this podcast going all the way back to January of 2020. First week of January, we will celebrate our fourth year as a podcast. All right. So if you're traveling, introduce us to uh, your friends and family as well, Donna. We, uh, we, you know, that's how we get discovered is uh, just you, you doing personal endorsements of this podcast to your friends and neighbors and family. Yes. We don't have any money for you or anything, but we just have a big old thank you and hug. You know, tomorrow night we're going to see Mark Wills at the Boot Barn. Very yep. excited with Donna yeah, from Gallery it. Furniture. Matter of fact. If you're looking for furniture, you still have time to get up there and see all the great things that they have. I was talking their Instagram page the other day, and um, they have some really, really new, cool stuff. Um, stuff that I think you would be surprised to find. I, I don't know why I think this, but I think that most people assume because that building has been there for as long as it's been there, that maybe the stuff's going to be a little dustier, older. You know, some of those old furniture stores in old cities where you walk in, you're like, hmm. Right. That's not the case here. That is not the case here. Two ringy-dings. Okay, she's busy. It's okay, well I, well, I need to talk to her. I mean, I really do. What time uh, we, we meet? text her. Huh? What time we, we meet? Text. Where are the tickets coming from? You know, what, 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 you know a lot of okay. questions. That's a group text between the three of us that we can figure out. Okay, excuse me. We'll just buy the tickets when we get there. We just need to figure out what we're going to eat. What if it sold out? There. What if it sold out? What time does the show start? What time are we meeting? I, I have a Yeah, that questions. might be something you could do in your spare time. Okay, wow. That's Donna. I'm Cadillac. Welcome. Uh, you can get five mornings of this, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. Join us uh, five mornings a week. You can listen for free. Download the free Bear app. The Bear 92.5 is what you search for. Apple, uh, Apple App Store and also Google Play. Well, we decided we were going to cut down a live tree, and we got we have mistake mistake number one. Well, we have pretty high ceilings, and so I, I just say that's not big enough. That's not big enough. So we got this super huge tree. We don't have French doors, so we couldn't get the tree through the front door or the back door or the side door. A lot of cussing, a lot of screaming, and you got so mad. You take this tree, which was basically stuck in our front door, and about eight feet tall. You throw it into our front yard. So all our neighbors would come by, and they would call me or text me, and they're like, "You do know your Christmas trees in your front yard, don't you?" And I'm like, "Yep," and I just wouldn't give a whole lot of information because what, what are you going to say finally these people another set of neighbors that we didn't know really well came by and they said are you going to do anything with that tree and i said no it's yours if you want it it looked beautiful in their home it by the did. way they had french doors and a husband that could uh, could tolerate the madness and that's what you really need forget the french doors you need a husband that can tolerate the madness cadillac jack cadillac jack and donna mornings on the bear 92.5 but like for two incredibly two women who right now are working in a field where it's bananas like retail, what would be really nice right, tell me. is if 
is if you were like, oh. I got it. I got the tickets. Okay. This I got is, the tickets. The show starts at this time. Let's, this is where we're going to meet for dinner. So you want me to be in control? You want me to take control? That'd be great. I'd love to. I absolutely, I'll do that, and I'll, I'll text everyone the agenda and the itinerary. Yeah, when to be here? That'd be when great. to be there. We, so meet at the uh, meet at the store, correct? That's the first point. If she wants to, yeah. Okay, Whatever that's but no, no, no. See, I'm making I'm making the call here. Okay, but I'm asking yeah. I'm asking for your advice. Do we meet? At the, we start at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, right? Meet there. Well, I don't know if she will be coming from her house. So I, yeah, it doesn't matter. It say, doesn't matter where she comes I would, from. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm driving two hours. Say, I would either say we can either meet at the store or we can meet at the restaurant. All right, I'm going to make that decision right now. We're meeting at the store. Okay. Okay, and I'll let you know the time. Coming up here uh, shortly. Not too early. Okay, well, again, you tell me what time you'd like to meet then, Donna. Well, I'm working. That's my point. She's working, and I'm working. Okay. I'm working until probably four. So. Okay, let's say six o'clock. That seems early, but okay. Let me see what time the show is. We find out what time the show starts. I'm working right now. Let's, oh, let's oh, do that, and then we'll back up from there. Okay, I'm looking. Isn't this just compelling, compelling content? It's great content. Mark Wills. Okay, tell me, tell me what you think about this story. Okay, sure. So... Uh, Gabby Barrett, who's a country singer, right. has turned down duets with other artists um, that have lyrics that were not appropriate. And she said that they were lyrics that she felt would make husband, her husband, Cade Foner, uncomfortable. Well, we stay up all night, all alone, waiting by the phone. And then she calls, and baby, I, I hope you work it out. Forgiven just about, forget and take her on a first date again. And when you leave. I hope it's a hit for Gabby Barrett. She hit uh, the country music scene about two years ago. So she's turned down duets with other country male singers so as not to jeopardize her marriage to her husband. She's 23 years old. And she said that she's embraced certain boundaries when it comes to career obligations. She says there's been a large song. There's there have been many large song opportunities that have come in for me to duet or be a part of something between myself and my husband. I respect him a ton, and I listen to what he has to say, and I think he deserves that. I mean, why why does everything have to be sexual? I don't think it's that. She was saying that you know, if you release a song, then you've got to do a lot of press together. There's obligations. I respect people for doing their own thing. Let me just say that in their relationships, if that works for you. And that's the deal that you guys have come up with. Then I think it's fine. What I don't. I, th- I. I don't think it's fair for other people to project or put things as we've talked about before on other people's relationships or marriages. Agreed. And maybe, maybe they discussed it. And that's you know, I think one of the healthiest things that you can do. That I don't think people, even just from our, I know our parents didn't do it, and I think even from you and I's generation a little bit more didn't do, is sit down and come up with sort of a roadmap. Right. You know, would you call it policies? And say, policies, parameters. Not, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You have to go that far, but just you know, these are these are the things that are just deal breakers. And and I'm not just talking about the obvious, like cheating on someone, or you know, having a seat, another you know, a, a, another uh, work husband that you, you know, I, whatever. But just these are the things that you know make me uncomfortable, whatever, or, or that we will always have each other's back publicly, or that okay. you know, if you're in a situation where you know, you're in a room and everybody's talking about their husband or wife, you excuse yourself and don't participate. And I'm not saying that we have that, you know, we have those or those are things, but I do think that it's healthy to come up with a roadmap. And because then the other person can't say, I had no idea that bothered you. I didn't know that was a big deal. Or she says, well, I didn't know that you had a problem with me going out two nights a week with all my girlfriends and right. not getting home till two in the morning. What do you, you what, know, what, what happens if, what happens when, um, Say you are uncomfortable with your husband 
uh, going out and playing poker until 2 a.m. All right, he's with his, his his guy friends from work, and they go have a few drinks first, and they go back to Steve's, and they play poker for two, three hours. He comes home at 2 o'clock. Uh, you don't suspect that there's any uh, there's any ill intent or anything going on that there should not be. Uh, is that is that a deal breaker if 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 you say that you have to be home by midnight? And what's, no, deal, break, what's, again, what's deal breaker look like? What does that look like? I think it's different for every person. I think most people, you know, I, I started, we started talking about this. I was going to tell you, there was a poll um, done that I read. And the number one deal breaker for pretty much, I would say, 99.9% other than obviously cheating. Right. But these were like kind of micro things yeah, in yeah, your yeah. marriages. I love it. Um, is that if you don't come home, yep. you're done. That That's it. You're done. Because there's no explanation. Unless... Sure Unless you are just, you can't drive because you're completely inebriated. But they said that that was the number one deal breaker for most people. And I would agree with that. I what's mean, number, come on. You can get, get people home. I mean, my God. Um, I don't know. Oh, I thought you had a list. Okay. Uh-uh. I think everything is yeah. situational. Yeah, but I think you think that about everything in life. I think I think that that's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have many I mean, templates. Yeah, we can, we can templates. agree to disagree. Well, we will. We do that often. But I don't, I don't have many yeah. templates in my life. I think that it, most everything you do is situational. It can change. Yeah, I think that's just an excuse to move boundaries around. Um, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I respectfully disagree with you about that. Yeah. All right. Gabby Barrett, I hope her hit. Mm. How long have they been married? And how old is he? She's 23. I don't know how long they've been. They've been married for a while because she was on um, American Idol. And okay. I think she was expecting it. They were married then. I'll tell you the other thing that's going on with me. I am finding songs that I feel like I'm usually on the on the early curve of like I think you are too a certain music but it's weird I'm now going back and picking up songs and it's not really actually so much artist I guess in one case here it is but anyways I'm going back and finding songs that I'm just like oh my god I'm in love with this song and I, I don't really know uh, Houston we have a problem I'm obsessed you with are. From Luke Combs. you wouldn't get off that song obsessed. last Tuesday when you were in the studios doing radio when you were obsessed we were what is it about um, that song? What is it? I don't know. I love it. I don't know. And I got to tell you, I've been on a little bit of a, I love, I, I love most Luke Combs music. I really do. Going, going, gone is, just, yeah. I could listen to it over and over again. But this one, I love. I'm back into it. I love. Um, I'll it, tell you, it, somebody. Hang on. I'm, I'm I want to focus on this one for a second. Is it, is it slow? Is it? Is it? Uh, no, it's not slow. It's, it's kind of a in between. It's good. You have to listen to okay, it. Well, here we go. Hang on. Okay. Just a couple days. I got a 12th floor room with a killer view of the empty Astro Dome, a tab at the bar downstairs. But all I can think about is home. I got my new boots covered in red dirt. I don't mess with Texas t shirt. And a Lone Star postcard postmarked to missing you. All right, so what's what's the reference to Houston? It is so clever. What, what is the reference? Oh, my I, God, I, so clever. What is the reference? So, like, like, you know, like the whole thing about the moon landing where it's like, Houston, we've got a problem, and they right, felt yeah, something's yeah. wrong with it. Well, his deal is he's stuck in Houston, and he's got a great view. He's got a bar tab. He's got everything, but he doesn't have the person he wants there. 
And where are they? Home. Okay. I guess. Or I, I mean, I don't know. Japan. Who knows? But I just love it. I love that song. Another one. And yep. I slept on this girl. And I had so many people tell talk me. Talk to me. Talk to me. You got to listen to her. And I'm like, ah. And I'm. I'll, oh, I Ooh, tell me. Tell them. me. I've kind of been this way with Lainey Wilson. I, there's just things I can't get around with Lainey Wilson. Not saying she's not an amazing artist. I just, I can't explain it. But anyway, Carly Pierce. Yeah. And is what it is. It? Oh, my God. Play, I cannot listen to this song enough. The the words are incredible. It is just, it is the best representation of, because I'm a word person too, but just of a relationship that has just done, hit the skids. And it's like, it's so good. It's so good. They're so good together. We don't and we don't care to Your voices sound great together too. Oh my God. just don't have the energy to fight anymore that's how that's how oh my God. so somebody somebody turned me on to this song and she was saying she was talking about the opening verse and she said this we were, i was out with a having dinner with a couple of girls and they she was like this is the the best verse from a woman's perspective know, it, and it's it. it's i couldn't let me just read you the words though i couldn't make you jealous if i tried you couldn't care less if i stayed out all night and it's so true she said have you ever been in one of those relationships where you're like you could literally like the person could lay down like in front of you or you could and they don't care because they're just they don't they don't care they don't they're just not invested at all you could have any like, answer you know, to any question that they ask and you think it's spot on and it's perfect and it's honest and it's just not good enough right not even that it's just they don't care so the point is is that you could walk out in the best outfit and like be like and they're like where are you and you're like you're together your boyfriend girlfriend whatever and you're like they're like where are you going i'm going out on a date have fun like what? So they don't care or it doesn't register? They don't care. Okay. All right. They well, don't on. care. Okay. Here, come, here comes that first verse you're talking about. It's uh, Carly Pierce, Chris Staples, and we don't fight anymore. I couldn't make you jealous if I tried. You couldn't care less if I stayed out all night. I don't even look into your eyes. Cause the truth is I don't even care if you're lying in this bed flag for all this music i'm gonna dump out here i know uh, okay uh, believe it or not we're, we're, and, we're classified as a music podcast we can't play music uh and that's not our rules that's uh apple's rules but go ahead Don. okay so i'll tell you another one is that like this is the new thing like if you have a <laughs> if you have a long distance relationship like the same person that i and is a girl that i was having uh, dinner with there was three of us she's in a long distance relationship and she said we find music that we're like um like one of us has found, like say one of them found this Carly Pierce song and they listen to it together, like through the, com- like on the computer, kind of like what we're doing 
you know, podcasting, but doing that way, both in headphones. And they're like, that's what they do now. Like, you know how some people, have you ever heard about those crazy kids? Like they used to fall asleep talking to each other, you know, on the phone. And we're like, what in the hell? You just go to sleep. You know what I mean? Or watching TV, but you're in two different cities and you watch movies together or right. TV together. like okay so now this is the new thing is right. like finding songs like this well we had a, we had a guy that we worked with at K- the former kicks whose wife was a meteorologist an on-camera meteorologist for a, a tv station in uh gosh michigan oklahoma anyway she was hundreds of miles away from atlanta and they would do that they, they would watch movies together and this was 10 years ago they were above the curve you know they were, uh, jumped the shark on this i guess but they would watch movies together, you know, every every Friday and Saturday night. I know, and you know, here I am saying, like, that's crazy. But actually, it's not crazy because anything that keeps a connection together, if you have to spend time apart, is a good thing. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'll tell you, I've gone back now because everybody used to tell me, you need to listen to Carly Pierce. She's amazing. And now I've gone back now. And I mean, some of her stuff is really good because I'm telling you, that breakup album, this was kind of like a, this was sort of like a country lemonade album for her, like Beyonce, like the whole what he didn't do. I mean, she slams. What was that man she was uh, married to? What was his name? Uh, God, he had Michael half, Ray. Half, yeah, he had half a hit. Yeah. Michael Ray. Yeah. I mean, she slams his ass in that song. I mean, slams him. And it is like perfect. It is just like, oh my God. You're like, you wrap that one up with a bow, sister. So my point to all this is, like sometimes you go back and it's an artist that it's not even necessarily an artist that you're not familiar with. In this case, I wasn't a big Carly Pierce, but I love Luke Combs. But it's just something just gets you with the song and you're like, dang, that's a good one. The power of music. Yes. Seriously. Do you have a song like that that you like go back and listen to? That's a. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, that when we used to do the, um, gosh, what was it called? The, uh, the playlist. Playlist. The podcast. The, uh, what, what do we call it? I can't remember. The hype, hype song. song. Hype song playlist. You were so good and you are so good. You have great ears. You're so good at music discovery that a lot of times you would make a suggestion or you would add a song to your hype song playlist in an episode of this podcast. And I would go back. Uh, one of them that remains one of my, I, I've heard it from you. You tipped me to it. I have several, but uh, the big one for me. And I spent six and a half days last year, six and a half full days, whole days listening to this guy on Spotify. He's the <laughs> number one rap guy. I uh, was Morgan Wallen. And the song that you introduced on this podcast, I was not familiar with. And it's become um, a song that I listen to more than any other is uh, Band-Aid with a Bullet Hole. Oh, God, I love that song. Which is God a, I mean, so well-written. Let's play a little hook of that one. I mean, so well-written and just a, uh, just, uh, you know, you can hear in Morgan Wallen's voice, you can hear the emotion, uh, you know, on, on many of his songs, and not all of his songs, but specifically, I think, on this one. So good. Like, all I have to say is band, and and and, and Spotify's going to pull it up, because I play it so much. I mean, uh, we're going to get 12 followers. That's all right. That's all right. We're sorry. Hans and Carl, the Apple Podcast Network. This will be the last one. Girl, since you left me, been trying to forget we ever became what we were. I poured some whiskey on places you kissed me, tried to wash off all the hurt. Ain't nothing working, I've lived out the words in a thousand old sad country songs. But whenever right, we, uh, I try to move one on, course, get out. it's like trying to put a band-aid on a bullet hole, trying to tell a cowboy to slow down. It's like watching the way that the river rolls and then telling it to turn back around. And yeah, I've held some strangers, no people I hate you. 
Boy Wallen. Band aid on the bullet. Saw that Donna recommended year and a half from now. Well, you know what's so great about that song is I think that if you're not a huge Morgan Wallen fan, you hear the hits. And um, you're like, yeah, it's not my thing. You know, that kind of like drinking rednecky kind of, right. you know, Southern country. He's got some great songs. Yeah. I tell you, and then we'll move on from this music. One of my favorite Morgan Wallen songs that is an older song. It was actually from when he auditioned for The Voice. And second to Band-Aid on Bullet, this is probably my favorite Morgan Wallen song, is American Nights. I cannot get enough of that one. I'm telling you. Does he sound so... young? Does he sound young? <sighs> Play a little bit. You'll die. What's, what's the name of it? American Nights. These colors don't run. Cutting down Main Street in the dark. Muscle shows, muscle cars. Burning our stripes underneath these stars. Faded Levi's, worn out tooks. All right, Morgan Wallen. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. This is the yeah, end. This is the. Uh, let me tell you something. So I am, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big '80s kid. I'm like an '80s '90s kid. I just love like Southern rock, and that's like a great, it's just a great Southern rock song. That's one of those when you turn it up. I mean, not Bandit on Bull. That one you're gonna cry while you're. But this one, you're just like you got the pedal down on I two eighty five, and you're just like, Rolling. I'm not fifty. I'm not fifty. I'm twenty. Okay, yeah, so. Okay. Check out uh, those songs as you, you 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 cruise for the holidays. In past episodes, yeah, just pretend like you don't have your kids in the back seats, and yep. you know, kicking, like, kicking you really each don't other. have your wife and your kids and your mother-in-law grabbing each other. That by you're the just by yourself. Yeah. Mother-in-law yeah. needs to pee again. You got to pull off another stuckies, find another stuckies with uh, wheelchair access. All right, um, I think that's what we got for this episode, Don. Okay, very well done. Uh, here's what Wait, we do. I need to. Well, I have to do a plinko. Well, we're hang on. We're going to we're going to go all the way out. Hang on, and then we'll go back. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Uh, production assistance provided by Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Mitchell, executive producer of The Morning Show for now. Uh, and uh, also consults the podcast. Uh, new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Merry Christmas. Safe travels. New episodes uh, Christmas week as well. Tuesday and Thursday of next week. The 26th and 28th.